Hi, Oncers. It's spoiler time for Once Podcast. I'm Hunter Hathaway. And I'm Jacqueline. And let's get into episode 7, 17, Chosen. Kelly comes face to face with the candy killer after someone she loves is taken hostage. Meanwhile, Samdi uses Drew to execute a deadly plan. In a flashback, Zelina learns a harsh lesson after an encounter with Hansel and Gretel goes awry. This one's written by Paul Karp and Brian Ridlings and directed by Lana Paria. Yeah, Lana got to direct this one. I'm so excited that they let her direct because we haven't had any of the other cast members direct. Nope. So Lana's the only cast member and... Adam did direct an episode or two, so other people besides the directors got to step behind the camera, which is cool. Yeah. We do have several guest stars this week. Uh Uh-huh. We have Rebecca Mater as Zelina, of course. Tierra Scovby as Robin slash Margot with a T. Nathan Parsons is here as Nick Branson slash Jack slash The Candy Killer slash Hansel. Yeah, I keep, every week I keep adding a new name. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel Francis is back as Dr. Facilier slash Mr. Samdi. Jeff Pierre as Prince Naveen slash Drew. So if you don't remember who Drew was, like I did when I first read this press release, I was like, who's Drew? Yep. Uh, It's me. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's Prince Naveen. (laughs) Kind of forgot all about him. Kip Pardue is making his first appearance as Chad. And Chad is Kelly's fiance when she was cursed and living in san francisco uh dan payne is here as ivo chilton crane as the witch seth isaac johnson as a young hansel and lily vander grind as young gretel yeah some new people yeah it's exciting i kind of like when they add new people kind of reminds me do you i remember the first season where it's like every week we had new characters right we got a promo. We did. Yeah. I don't know if it really told us anything, though. Well, it confuses me. It does. It does, not it always? It, it's a very confusing promo. I don't... This is going to be one of those spoiler podcasts where inevitably I start talking about the timeline and how things don't make sense. Yes. So, <laughs> okay. sorry in advance. So it starts off and you see Zelina all in green as the Wicked Witch and putting on her little black pointy hat. In the voiceover, you hear Nick or Jack or Candy Killer or Hansel, whatever you want to call him. He has Henry tied up and he says that Henry's familiar with her kind of wicked and she he needs his help to make her pay. So I'm going to guess this has something to do with his sister. Well... I think what the promo is implying, because you see this a little bit later, is that Zelina is the one who, like, well, she didn't kidnap and torture the kids or something because Gretel told Drizella that they killed that witch. But she has some sort of history with these two children, which doesn't make sense. No. At all, because it's a totally separate universe. Unless it's wish... I no, I'm not gonna go there. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I could go there, but I won't. Uh, Kelly knows that she's next for the candy killer and goes to Weaver for help. And he's just like, "I assume you have a history with them." 
Well, duh, right? Because isn't he only isn't Hansel only killing witches that had a history with him? But uh, she says that witch is the one that got me into this mess. So this is where I think that she's talking about Gretel, because we know she's a witch. Well, I mean, yeah, but Gretel was also only like eight years old. It's either I think it either means the witch, as in the wicked witch of the West, her other persona, the person that she's trying to distance herself from. Or it could be um, the character... The witch? The Chilton Crane character as the witch. I don't know if she's talking about that witch or if she's talking about herself. Okay. But Zelina or Kelly or whoever is tired of paying for the other witch's sins. And right. Then, which, see, yeah. that makes me think that she's actually talking about herself. And she's talking about the Wicked Witch as this third person because she doesn't want to associate herself with the Wicked Witch and everything that she's done because she feels like she's moved on from that. Yeah. And then the killer has Kelly or Zelina's Pooh Bear. <laughs> Pooh Bear to be is what I'm calling him. And uh, threatens her to do exactly what he says. And promo. So, dun dun dun. Right. So basically, Jack has kidnapped Chad. This is how Chad is going to be introduced to the world of magic. <laughs> He's kidnapped by a serial killer. Um, <laughs> who's really Hansel from the story Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, but did you notice last week we saw the scars on his arms? I knew that we had to we had to see that at some point because... Well, yeah, they did it in like the most unsubtle way possible. Jack is making a joke about how do you how do you track down Hansel? Do you lay out breadcrumbs? And the camera like literally just turns and flashes to the burns on his arm. And I went, okay. But I mean, they they made such a big deal about it in the episode prior that they had to show it. In my well, opinion, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they had to like confirm what everybody knew just just in case you hadn't picked up on everything yet. Yeah. So okay. this doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> Why um, would it? It's season I, seven. So let's just establish this. Hansel and Gretel, the Gretel that we saw with Drizella back in episode 15, and Hansel, who is also Jack slash Nick, came from Enchanted Forest 2.0. This is not the same Hansel and Gretel that we saw back in season one's episode True North. So this is an entirely separate universe. And they would have been kidnapped and tortured by their blind witch at the same time that Henry was growing up in Storybrooke. Because Jack and Henry are the same age. And it's never, ever been established that the Enchanted Forest and anything else, you know, runs, like, on different time zones. So. (laughs) They have different rotationals around the sun, so one can be faster than the other. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But we know that Zelina only lived in the Enchanted Forest, the original one, and in Oz. So I don't... (laughs) I don't get how no, this is I working. No, I thought she lived... I'm confused then. Because didn't we just see her in an enchanted forest with Margot? Well, yeah, they moved there after everything. Like, when Margot was 18, you know, like, basically three months ago in the history of the show. And lived there for a little bit. We also got photos. Yeah, if you want to call them that. <laughs> it is of one scene, again, which is, you know, the trend. Um, and it's... They're very dark. They're inside Ronnie's bar, and it's just Zelina and Regina. 
And uh, Zelina is sitting at the bar with a bat next to her. And in another photo, you see that Regina has a crowbar. Yeah. So they're they're obviously yeah, they're obviously keeping a lookout for the candy killer um, because they're witches. They know that they're probably up next. And Zelina believes she's up next because she got that box of marzipan. So and they keep looking out the window, like staring, like, where is he type thing? Yeah. We see those photos. And that's those are all the photos. That's everything we got. Yeah. Like, not a lot. Oh, but we did see that Zelina gets her phone call then. Right. And that's when she probably realizes that the candy killer has Chad. Pooh Bear, who is Chad. (laughs) Hopefully Chad is not really Pooh Bear. I mean. Oh, that would be hilarious. (laughs) The the nickname she calls him, he turns out to really be Pooh Bear from the, (laughs) from a hundred acre wood. Wait up, Pooh. We need Okay. They have a shirt. Then we would need to, well, the, then we would need Christopher Robin and Piglet and Kanga and Rue and imagine well, what they could do with that storyline. No, I really don't want to. <laughs> um, they have assured us many, many times, though, that Chad is a real person, that he's not a fairy tale character. So <laughs> I'm really hoping that he's not secretly Pooh Bear. <laughs> but that's all we have about the episode for you guys. Yes. But we got some more information about the finale. We did. As you guys know, um, Jenny Goodwin and Josh Dallas are coming back for the finale. And TV Line had a little bit of a spoiler about them. That Henry's grandparents have a, quote, critical role to play in the finale, says uh, series co-creator Adam Horowitz. And... That's all they said about it. <laughs> it's a critical role. And then they gave one other tiny tidbit that, uh, speaking of Henry, Andrew J. West, who plays adult Henry, and Jared Gilmore, who played young Henry for six years, will have a scene with each other before the season is over. Okay. So <laughs> speculation is that I personally think that it's Henry's subconscious. Like he's got to reckon with his younger self or something. Or we have seen time travel. Yeah, mm, let's not. I mean, let's not. This timeline is so messed up as is. Let's just not. But I really think it's funny that they play such a critical role in the finale and no one had seen them on set for like ever. Okay, so that's a good point. And I, when, we're, when we talk about filming stuff, I'll talk a little bit more about this. But I think that Adam and Eddie have a tendency to overemphasize what they mean by critical role. I don't think it's actually, like, critical in a plot sense. You know, like, this plot couldn't happen if Snow and Charming weren't around. I think that they are probably in two scenes, and I will sort of talk about that when we get to filming. But I I don't think anybody should be prepared to have Snowing back front and center. They did only film for two days. But I, I don't think this is going to be an instance where it's up to Snowing to come and save the day. Okay, so what about original Hook? So TV Line also had a spoiler about Original Hook. The question was, will we get to see Original Hook again before the end of the series with or without Emma? And the answer to that is that, yes, Colin O'Donohue will be playing two roles as the series winds down. Um, Before the season finale, he will once again be dressed as a pirate for a scene um, with returning lady, leading lady Jennifer Morrison, and Colin said, it's a lovely little moment. Anyone who's a fan of Hook and Emma being together will get a kick out of it. Oh, goody. And w- once again, when we get to filming, I have a little bit more speculation and some rumors to talk about with that. 
Okay, well, let's just move straight to filming then. Yeah. So it's officially over. Aww. They they wrapped um, last week. They are officially done. Everybody has said their goodbyes. Everybody kind of finished at different points. Um, some of the more uh, the newer characters like Lucy and Jacinda and Alice and Robin, they wrapped about a day or so ahead of Rumpel, um, Nook and Regina and uh, and Zelina. So sort of the originals stuck around for an extra day. But everybody or it just could be the order that they filmed in, depending well, right, on where the right. scenes are. Right. I so mean, like, yeah, they've been there an extra day, but it just doesn't mean they could all have the they could have done the final scene like three days prior. Oh, right. I mean, they, they don't film anything in order when it comes to the episodes. Um, but it was kind of nice that the original cast was the last to say goodbye. And there are lots of behind the scenes photos that you guys can check out either through the cast members, various Instagrams, um, including Adam. He's got an Instagram and he took some photos. Or you can make your way over to the filming thread that we have at the forums where we have always posted every single thing that comes out. So you guys can take your time and look through all that. Um, Adam and Eddie were on set, of course, to say goodbye. So they were, I'm sure it was really emotional. Every Everything we got, everything I saw, I just kept saying this is really surreal. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm used to seeing the end of a season film. You know, we, we've always seen from, you know, season two on and even a little bit of season one how the season finale would end. We've always seen that. But to to know that it was a series finale and to watch that was really bizarre. I bet. I mean, like, it's also really sad because a lot, well, not all these characters, but they've been here part of our lives for seven years. So they're like yeah. family-ish. Right. Right. And yeah, the the final shot that I think Adam took was um, Colin, uh, Lana, and Bobby all sitting together. And it just said, that's a wrap, folks. And, you know, it kind of brought a tear to my eye because we've been with those characters for so long. Yeah. Um, so, but we still have like what five, six more weeks of watching. We have five episodes. Yep. So, um, back to Jenny and Josh. So they landed in Vancouver early last week for the filming of the finale, the parts that they're in. They were around for about two days. Um, so unlike with Jennifer Morrison, who filmed less than a day. Um, these guys are going to be probably in a few more scenes than she was. Um, most speculation with Jennifer is that she is in one scene. It's the big family scene. And that's really it for Emma. With Snow and Charming, I'm going to predict that it's at least two scenes. Uh, so the big family scene and then another one. And I think the critical role in my opinion, is probably going to be something where Henry goes to see his grandparents to get caught up to talk to them, and they offer him some kind of sage advice or a hint about what he needs to do. It'll also give us a chance to get caught up with Snowing, to hear about how Storybrooke is going, to check in with uh, Baby Snowflake, see how he's doing, see how they're doing, and then we will see them later in the big uh, family scene. So that's my prediction for what they filmed. Now, everything that I'm about to say now, take with a grain of salt. It is all rumor. It's all speculation. It's all things that people who do have a few sources close to filming have heard and just have passed on. But it is all rumor. So I don't know if it's 100% factual. 
The first one is that the big family scene is a coronation for Regina. So that explains why everybody is in very fancy dresses. It explains why um, Emma is there. It explains why the evil queen is there along with Robin. Um, Everybody's coming to see Regina get crowned, which, yeah, I, I think kind of makes sense in a way. It's sort of a fitting end to her character. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Not what I thought it would be, but Right. I was I was kind of picturing um a wedding. Maybe we would end with uh, maybe Alice and Robin's wedding, or we would end by doing a flashback to Henry and Ella's wedding. But from what I've heard, it's actually a coronation for Regina. Now so, do you think this is the big final scene? Or do you just think it's just the big family scene? I think it's just the big family scene. I actually think the final scene will be something much smaller and intimate. I think the title, Leaving Storybrooke, is both um, meta in that we are literally leaving Storybrooke. The series is ending. We're never coming back. But I also think that it's literal in that Henry, Ella, and Lucy are going to come back back to Hyperion Heights and leave Storybrooke. See, my 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 belief that the final scene is all of them having like one last meal at Granny's. That's what I would love to see them have is like a family meal at Granny's. But that's just me. That's sweet. And I mean, and that's definitely what they did for the end of season six. I know. Yeah, I know. That's why I just kind of was like, they need to continue that. But <laughs> And then going back to what Colin told TV line about the captain swan moment in the finale so the captain swan scene from what i hear is part of the large family scene because that's the only thing jennifer morrison filmed um it is a moment when you will hear a little bit about emma and hook's baby and i've heard and it seems pretty confirmed um that it's a girl and that her name is hope so you will hear a little bit about the baby there's some brief interaction between Captain Swan and the rest of the family. And then that's that's pretty much it for original Hook and Emma. They're, you know, then they go back to Storybrooke to raise their family. And whatever else you might see of Colin will probably be as Rogers. Okay. And then finally, I have also heard that every big ship on the show, so Captain Swan, Outlaw Queen, Swan Queen, Snowing and Rumbell all get at least one very nice moment in the finale. We know that Sean McGuire came back. Um, I would find it very difficult to believe that he, even as Wish Robin, wouldn't interact with Regina a little bit. Rumbell, I have heard, is going to have the biggest, most beautiful emotional payout of all the ships. Snowing, obviously, we will see again. I wouldn't be surprised if they emphasize true love and true love's kiss with those guys one last time. I don't know what's going to happen with Swan Queen, but I have heard that fans of that ship will be happy. They will probably be delighted in what does happen between um, Emma and Regina, even if that ship never is technically romantically canon. Uh, the only ship <laughs> that seems to get a little bit left behind is Swanfire, and that's because Michael Raymond James has been in London for quite a while filming, and I don't think he was able to fly back to Vancouver to film anything. Although, I, and I, I don't even know if they asked him, I don't know if he was approached, but I doubt he's going to make his way into the finale. Uh, they're missing one. Uh, Which one? 
Emma's first. The sheriff. Oh, Grandma? Yes. Graham. (laughs) Yeah, he's a little busy playing. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) I mean, if you want to get technical, Emma's had like how many ships at this point? We're also missing. I don't care. We want to see Graham. I want to see Graham. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's my finale in my head, and he is there. Okay. He's totally there for you then. But that's nice that they'll every. I kind of want them to wrap up the show so that in like, well, it'd be great if you get like a little reboot, like a where what's been going on type thing. But I kind of like if they wrapped it all up. They put a little pretty bow on the on the show. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like I hate the ones where they leave it. Like, did you ever watch um, Jag? No. Okay, so the the season, the series finale of this show that's been on for like what, like ten years or something, was a coin flip. Do they stay or are they going? Like, are they going to have a family or not? And all you see is the coin flipping in the air. You never see what the result is, and that makes me so mad. Oh, that's that they end it. I know because they're now. I'm still like, well, what happened to them? Because like now in NCIS, some of the characters have come back, but. Those two haven't. And I'm like, but I want to know what happened to them. Yeah. I want the show to be tied up in a little bow and everyone is happy. Or you've got so, you've got closure. You're not like... Right. Like when shows get canceled after one season and they end on a cliffhanger. Oh, that, that boils my blood. <laughs> Almost like what would happen with Gallivant at the end of season one. <laughs> yes. Yes. So from what I hear... I think you're going to have closure, but if people are expecting that it's going to be, and they all lived happily ever after, end of adventures, no, you know, nothing happened to anybody ever again, I don't know that that's going to be the case. I don't think it's and just... that's fine. But it, we know that their adventure lives on, but we don't necessarily need to see it, because I do think right. we're going to get closure. Right. But, uh, like, you see the... That I know that all three of them can't fit on the back of the motorcycle, but you would see Henry and Jacinda and Lucy driving off into the sunset to go on their next adventure. Mm, yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because you know that they're going to be all together and they're having fun and that kind of a thing. Yeah. Now, if they, f- they end with the curse breaking and you don't know if Henry lives or dies... I'll be mad at that one. Oh, sure, sure. You know what I mean? Like, because we know that he can't live if the curse is broken and then so they have all this stuff and then they the curse breaks and you seem like take a big breath and you don't know if that's the final one or not that will make me mad i would also be very very (laughs) angry at that but i don't think adam and eddie are gonna do that (laughs) if they do they will be getting some nasty letters right nasty tweets and instagrams how could you I I get the feeling that one of the biggest lessons they have taken away from Lost and working on Lost was don't upset the fan base with uh, answers that never, you know, with unsatisfying answers. And I mean, the good thing about Lost was when it was ending, it was just as stuff like Twitter was getting started. But now we're in its heyday, and I mean, God, they already get so much hate directed at them that I think they were just like, let's just end the series nicely and move on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I suspect it's going to be a very satisfying conclusion, whether 
whether you're satisfied that you got all the answers, whether you're satisfied that, you know, you got at least one more moment or whether you're just satisfied that you're like, okay, it ended and it's over and we're, you know, we're good. I don't feel like I was cheated. <laughs> um, I, I think you're going to be okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I have a feeling that they would, but that, like I said, that's how I like my series finales. Tie it up in a little bow. Yep. So, okay. Well, I think that's all we have for you this week. Yep, I think so. Okay, I'm Hunter. You can follow me on Twitter at Traveling Pixie. And I'm Jacqueline. You can follow me on Twitter at Punk underscore Bunny underscore 87. Until next time, oncers.